Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, everybody. Patrick Connor here, and welcome to the Knuckles and Gloves podcast. I'm here with Erickson Lubin, who is fresh off just a couple weeks ago, fight of the year contender, no question, with Sebastian Fundora. Erickson, how are you feeling, man? I'm feeling great. Feeling great. Just relaxing. So great. So, you know, you obviously it would have been much nicer to come away with the win, um, but is it kind of some consolation though to be hearing people needless to say talking about the fact that it was a definite fight of the year contender and how much heart you showed um i mean it, how much does that kind of fill that you know for you it doesn't fill it at all i don't i don't really like the whole fight of the year candidate type of thing you know the name of the game is to hit and not get hit so if it's the fight of the year candidate that means both guys are getting hit. So that's just how I view it. Um, I'm fine. I'm fine, though. Um, I, I know it was a good fight. It was a very competitive matchup. Um, definitely would have wanted to walk away. Definitely wanted to walk away with the win. But, you know, just a lot of things happened that night. So, you know, I'm still here, so. We hear my name a lot more. You'll be seeing me a lot more. You know, once I once I go through rehab with my shoulder and everything, and it recovers well, then I'll be back in the ring in in no time. Have you had a chance thus far to get with Kevin Cunningham, rewatch the fight, or even just discuss the fight? Yeah, we talked about it a little bit just this week. We talked about it a little bit. I mean, um, not not to get into too much of like the private conversation. I don't want to like divulge anything that you don't want to divulge. But do you feel like you know? Do you guys feel like you know what what happened, what went wrong, or what you shouldn't have done, or anything like that? Um, a few things went wrong. Um, first thing that went wrong was my shoulder. So once my once my shoulder, um, it was I think it was my AC joint or something like that. Um, it, it, it separated and once that separated like pretty much I had to throw the game plan out the window because I tried to keep the game plan intact while my shoulder was separated but it was just it what was round hard was for me that, that you felt that um I think it was round three or four okay but once 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 I um once I seen that the game plan wasn't giving me much success I had to throw it out the window because, you know, I, I didn't have my lead hand. I think I think there was, like, in between a few rounds, I landed pretty much, like, 16 jabs or something with my lead hand. And then after after my shoulder separated, 
Um, I think I only threw it like twice or something like that. I, I was I was reading something. <clears throat> but um yeah, that 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 definitely went out the window and then I went back to the corner. I knew I was I was pretty busted up and lumped up. And um, you know, Kevin was giving me great advice. He was giving me great advice and you know, I, I tried to stick to it as much as possible. But you know, um fight fighting with a separated shoulder is it's hard. But I, I was still you know, my adrenaline was rushing so much. So I just pretty much like, sometimes it, it won't even cross my mind unless I'm like trying to do something physically to where like it fails me a little bit and I, I, I'm not able to to throw throw my right hand as much. But I really wasn't thinking about it. You know, I was in the, I was in the, in the heat of the moment. I was in a, in a, in a war pretty much. But um, also, also when I went back to the corner, one of the rounds, um, my cut man, my cut man, no, no shame on him or anything, but, um, I was pretty busted up bad, but, um, I, I didn't even know, I didn't even notice I was busted up until like the round before it got stopped or something. Like I was, I was so into the fight that like, I would have, I would have definitely finished the fight. Like if, if, if my trainer was, wasn't looking out for my, for my safety or anything, I would have definitely finished that fight. But, um, oh, my, my cut man. He came back one time and said, he's like, man, that's not much I can do. He's telling, he's telling my trainer, like, there's not much I can do. And my, my I guess that like kind of discouraged my my trainer, Kevin, a little bit. So he just pretty much like called the fight because I'm coming to the, I'm coming into the round. I'm going into the break and leaving the break the same way I came in, you know? And I gotta go back out for three minutes and, you know, it, it's a war. It's a war. So um, my my trainer just you know he was just looking out for my safety, and I don't blame him. You know he's a he's a Hall of Fame trainer. He's a Hall of Fame trainer. He knows he's been in the game for over thirty years. So you know if he see if he sees if he sees something, then you know I trust his judgment. You know I definitely as a fighter wouldn't I, I didn't I didn't want the fight stopped. I wanted to walk out there with that belt, but um after speaking to you know, my team and everything, you know, they were, they were, they were impressed by the performance and everything, but, um, um, they're looking to, they're looking to push me and get me back in the ring and, you know, give me my big paydays and, um, <laughs> make me world champion. Did, well, I, I know that you had a, a pretty long amateur career and a very notable <laughs> amateur career. But um, did that kind of southpaw versus southpaw matchup, did the angles affect you at all? I know you probably saw a lot more of that in the amateurs than you do as a pro. Yeah, but... I mean, I mean, I was I was in camp for 10 weeks sparring with craftier southpaws than Fundora, you know? Right. I'm talking, about guys, I'm talking about guys that actually box and not just, you know, go in there and try to make it a war. You know, there's nothing wrong with, with the way he fights at 6'7", but you know, I've seen all type of styles, you know, I've seen orthodox, I've seen switch hitters, I've seen southpaws. And, you know, like I said, I was in, I was, I was in camp with some southpaws and they had different styles. So, you know, it's just different styles that you have to adjust to like on the fly sometimes, like while you, while you, while you're on the job, like while you're fighting, like you got to adjust to 
certain things or different looks that you know someone might give you well and you even you yourself said you know what what are you going to do without your lead hand and without being able to jab so much especially against a guy that much and I was taller successful with it i was successful with it early on you know like my jab hand i was able to jab and then a few times i felt in the fight where he punched my shoulder the same one that separated he punched it i'm like fuck and it was it was kind of hard for me to defend myself too like i'm trying to keep my hands up but you know the upcut kept going through so i'm like damn and then when i tried to move my feet you know my um my three steps to his one step was pretty much you know the same thing like he would catch up to me with just one step so i was like you know what i got to just fight this dude like i got to just sit here i got to back him up i was like fuck that i'm backing him up so that's when i started just moving forward and it kind of did go out the, I, i'm i'm kind of upset that my game plan had to go out the window and i'm kind of I'm, I'm definitely upset that my shoulder separated because I felt like I had some success using my front hand and, and being able to jab and move. And, uh, you know, like the name of the game is to hit and not get hit. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really want it to be just a back and forth fight where we're just sitting in the middle of the ring, trading big blows and stuff like that. If you wind up fighting Fundora again, are you allowed to bring like a ladder or at least like a broomstick or some <laughs> shit like that, man? Like, come on. <laughs> The man is six seven, man. Six six, six whatever <laughs> he is. I don't know. That's basketball height. Yeah, whatever it is, it's it's ungodly, man. But yeah, it's speaking about him just for a moment. Um, <clears throat> obviously you felt his power. It would be kind of foolish to say he can't punch, obviously, but comparing him to other fighters you fought, did you did you feel like he's a a pretty good puncher? He's pretty pretty up there? Or was it just more like the accumulation? Like like you said also, some of the stuff you can't control. You can't keep your face from swelling up or anything like that. So in terms of power, in terms of ability, what do you feel about Sebastian Fundora? Um he has decent power. He has decent power. I'm not gonna say he's the biggest puncher I've ever been in the ring with. Cause um um I think I think the accumulation of punches um is definitely successful in his arsenal, but um I don't think he has that one one punch power. You know I fought guys like Rosario who's like a one punch knockout type of dude. Um, there's a few others on the list, but nah, he's definitely not the biggest puncher I've I've been in the ring with. His decent power. That's why that like if if he was a if he was a big puncher, I wouldn't have been backing him up like that. I would have definitely been on my my like, you know, trying to move around and like stay away from it, you know, or try to take away his best punch. Um going forward for you, I know it's probably it's tough to say exactly right now. You already said that your team's looking to kind of push you forward and get you back in there. Do you have any idea about what you would like to do? I know what your plans were going into the Fundora fight. And I mean, you came damn close, but now on the other end of that, what do you, what would you like to do? Um, honestly, plans are still the same. I want to be world champion. So plans are still the same, you know, um, Charlo Castaño, they, they're pretty much like, the, you know, everybody's waiting on them. Like, that's the fight that everybody's anticipating for this division to take shape. So, you know, we're just we're just waiting on that. 
And then once once that happens, then I'm definitely gonna get in line for one of those belts. And um, you got now now Fundora's just on the list, just like Charlo was on the list. Fundora's on the list. We're gonna make the fight happen again. You know, we're gonna we're gonna get the rematch, and um, you know maybe this time it'll be for one of those belts, or maybe two of them, or all of them. Well, you at 154 pounds, you already have such a good ledger. You said it yourself in another interview that I that I was watching uh, not too long ago, where you had said you're doing the champions work, like you're you're going through the contenders and you're already fighting these high level fighters, so you have already set yourself up to get right back in. Thank goodness, and with a performance like that against Sebastian Fundora, like that's, you know, there's obviously no shame in that kind of performance. And even though I know you would have preferred the win, needless to say. Right. What are I was going to ask you? What are your kind of interests outside of boxing? Um, there's a lot of things. Um, I like hanging out with my kids. Um, I play basketball. I like fashion. I like to travel. You know, stuff like that. Where's one place you'd like to go that you haven't been able to go? Um. Maybe Greece. I want to go to Greece. Might go to Greece on, you know, my off time. I got, I got some off time right now. I got to get my shoulder right. You know, I'm going to do some things I wasn't able to do. After boxing, after you get away from boxing, what do you have much of a plan? I mean, and I know that's a while away. You have a lot of stuff that you want to accomplish, but have you yeah. thought much about that? Yeah. I mean, I think about it sometimes. I definitely want to set myself up while I'm in boxing, while I'm like, you know, active and still in the sport and not retired. Um, yeah, I definitely want to, you know, put money to the side and um, make the right investments and just um, set myself up. And then after boxing, I plan on, you know, maybe doing some commentating, promoting, um, yeah, stuff like that. I'm be you, a legend by the time. I know that some fighters, not a ton of them, but I have spoken to some fighters who have told me, like, I'll ask them about such and such fighter or such and such fight, and they'll be like, man, I don't even watch boxing. I don't know. So, I mean, it doesn't happen that often, but it does happen. Like, do you pay much yeah. attention to boxing? Are you a fan? Hell yeah. Okay. Uh, some people just be having a pride in a way. To me, I like watching it. I like I like seeing new things in boxing that you know I haven't seen before I like watching the prospects like I, I I like I like I like how ESPN how they show like you know every fight on TV I'm not gonna lie I like I like how they show the prelims and all that type of stuff because I'm I'm into that type of stuff I'm into the whole sport <clears throat> I'm a student of the game I like I like I, I really do watch other fighters too when I'm in camp it could be old school fighters new fights, whatever. What kind of fighters uh, are you a fan of? Like either old school or now? Old school? Yeah, I'm either way. i go with like Sugar Ray Leonard. Like Sugar Ray Leonard, very exciting. Meldrick Taylor, Floyd Mayweather. I don't even know if Floyd Mayweather is considered new or old. Well, I guess he's he's still fighting exhibitions, but I won't call yeah. him old. <laughs> he's still, <laughs> yeah, he's still he's young at heart. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
yeah, I like watching those guys. Mike Tyson, um, Tyson Fury to, to speak about, you know, modern day. Um, Tyson Fury, Canelo. I like watching um, Shakur Stevenson. You know, he's a he's a great fighter. There's there's a lot of dudes on that list. Terrence Crawford. There's a lot of dudes on that list. So uh, let me ask you, did did you wind up catching Fury White, and what did you think of Tyson Fury? Yeah, I, I did catch it, and I think Tyson Fury is um he he he's definitely the greatest heavyweight of this era. But you know, you gotta you gotta put his name in in the uh, all time. All, with the all-time greats, I think so. When it comes to heavyweights, you got to be somewhere on that list. You brought up two other fighters who are fighting. Shakur Stevenson's fighting this weekend against Oscar Valdez. Who who do you think takes that fight? Man, Shakur gonna beat the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> Shakur gonna Shakur gonna do his thing. You know, I think I think Valdez is hungry. I, I've I've seen videos on YouTube and everything of Valdez. He's been training like a like a madman. So I'm not just sleeping on I'm not sleeping on Valdez. I think he's a great fighter too. I love the knockout versus uh Burchell. Um but I, I think Shakur is just you know the size, the size, you know, the styles, the size, it, it, it's all it's all to me, you know, it, it favors Shakur. Shakur is a very slick fighter who um who make you miss, make you pay. That's the name of the game. And I think Valdez, he's willing to take one to give one. And he's rough and tough. But um, we're going to see. I think Shakur is going to, um, you know, this is, this is, I wouldn't say his coming out party, but this right here is, um, is big for him, you know, to unify at a very, very young age. I've noticed a lot of fighters making similar picks. I mean, no disrespect to Oscar Valdez, of course, but I've noticed a lot of fighters making similar. Yeah, I got, I gave him his credit. I gave him his credit, but I'm just, I'm just calling it how I see it. Yeah, that's fair. Totally fair. Um, Are you much into women's boxing and are, do you think much about uh, Amanda Serrano versus Katie Taylor? Yeah, I think I'm going to go to that, but. um, Nice. um, It's a, you know, they've been changing it. I think, I think women's boxing is at its peak. I think it's well, it's highest. Like, you know, more people are attracted to it nowadays than ever before. But um, there's a lot of great names out there. There's a lot of great fights out there, and I'm looking for. I even watch women women's boxing. How about that? I watch women's boxing. I watch I watch everything. But um, I think I think highly of women boxing. Who do you think's winning that between Serrano and Taylor? I think Serrano's gonna win. <clears throat> And she's rough and tough, and she knows how to box. She got knockout power. So um, I mean, I'm not I'm not sleeping on Katie Taylor either, but I think Serrano is just, you know, she got it, she got it going right now. And last before before I uh let you go, uh, you know you mentioned that you like watching Canelo too. And then the following weekend we got Canelo versus Dimitri Bivol. I mean, we have a, a pretty decent lineup coming up here, fights, and can't wait for you to get back into it. But what do you think is going to happen between Canelo and Bivol? Uh, I think it's going to be tougher than people than people think. For Canelo, he's going to have to yeah, I agree. do some figuring out. He's going to have to figure out Bivol a little bit. But um, I think he will. 
I think he's going to last some pretty big shots and, you know, just be the better man. But I, I do think it goes to the decision. I don't think he's going to knock him out. I think Bavol is a real champion, a true champion, and he's going he's gonna to bring it to Canelo. So Canelo has to be on his um his A game. I, I think that's a pretty, pretty good assessment. And it sounds like you're already positioning yourself to transition into commentating. You, you sound like you're already, you're already on your way, man. You're, you're pretty close there, you know? <laughs> appreciate it, man. Hey, man, I, I appreciate you taking the time. Um, and I know that that was a really rough fight that did not wind up exactly how you wanted it to wind up. But I, I'm uh, very appreciative of everything that you gave against Sebastian Fundora. Uh, and I know that you made a lot of fans that night. So thanks so much for taking the time to, to speak with me, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me, man. All right, thanks again. Man, Erickson Lubin, very good fighter, very exciting fighter. And of course, kind of disappointing to hear him talk about the fact that it, the fight didn't wind up the way that he wanted it to wind up and that uh, he did not want that substitute of the respect for having the kind of fight of the year contender and looking so good. And I, you know, that's, there's something very uh, kind of humbling about that, I think, and something very human about that, where uh, I think a lot of fighters would, you know, reflect a little bit differently, but to catch it raw from him is important, I think, but I appreciate Erickson Lubin uh, catching us. And I'm going to go ahead and put his social media contact info right here so go ahead and try to find him on social media me patrick connor man i appreciate you guys watching i am on twitter myself as patrick m connor knuckles and gloves podcast is also on facebook and instagram and everybody i'll catch you later thanks so much Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.